Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bold and Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I've titled this week's episode, The Red Wedding. It is a Game of Thrones reference. So if you've never watched the Game of Thrones, Google The Red Wedding and you will totally get it. So this week, I totally panicked because I got a message from Renee and she was telling me that DirecTV and UVerse might drop CBS from their lineup. Well, this upset me because I have UVerse and I'm thinking, okay, I'm paying you all of this money and I should be able to watch what I want to watch. My husband has been wanting to drop UVerse and just watch things online anyway. So this would be like a reason for him to do it. But I absolutely love my DVR. Like all of you guys, I'm always really busy. So I'm a binge watcher. I love having the DVR because I can just binge watch when I get the time. It upset me. But so far, I have it. So I'm thinking maybe where I live, I'm not going to be affected. But we'll see. If you are affected or if you're scared you're going to be affected, you can go to keepcbs.com and that is where you find out all the information and you can complain about it to try to keep the channel. I just wanted to tell you guys about that because Renee gave me a heart attack. Just kidding. Love you, Renee. Okay, guys, I have a couple comments. Let's get into those now. Our first message is from Ken C. Hey, Amanda. What's up? It's Ken. Just wanted to wish you a happy anniversary on your podcast. Wow, a year. You are truly the best of Carambo and Beautiful. I just listened to your podcast this morning. And Joe is hilarious. You are so blessed to have him. He is amazing. He's not the only one that watches Bold and Beautiful. So, me and him are so bros. Definitely. Anyway, I totally agree. My favorite character is Bill. Duh. I've been a Don my fan pretty much ever since he was Brad on YNR. He is truly awesome. And yes, Brooke is knew exactly what she was doing when she slept with Oliver. And she is a H.O. Anyway, I call her a Hogan. Get it? Hogan. So make sure you tell Joe that. <laughs> hey, Amanda. I'm sorry if it cut off or not. I was in a car driving. Um, like I said before, I said last Friday when Thomas did the ghost thing, I laughed because it was hilarious. I didn't mean to laugh, but it was funny. To me, it was funny. And little Henry, who plays Douglas, is so cute. So, like I said before, I, I just laughed. That was the part that I was, I was talking about. I laughed at that part. <laughs> but Matthew Atkinson is playing the heck out of Thomas, I have to say. At first, I was skeptical, but he is bringing it. Matthew Atkinson got an Emmy in my hand. He is really is playing the heck out of Thomas. It's kind of creepyish, you know, the music and everything, but I find it hilarious. And I have a couple that I think you would like and I don't think you would like. How about Brooke and Liam? If you think about that, maybe hook up a little bit. Hmm, you know how Brooke is and her men. She did hook up with her boy, her daughter's men before. Remember Oliver? Remember Nick? Hmm? Deacon? We'll see. 
Okay, Ken. I agree. I thought it was so out there and silly that it was almost comical. I don't think terrorizing your child is comical, but I do think the ghost thing was pretty, it was pretty funny. As for the Hogan, Joe loved that. He thought it was hilarious. Also, I have to say, I would not put it past Brooke to sleep with Liam, but I truly don't think Liam would do that. I think his character and, you know, his morals, I don't know if he could do that because that was the whole thing. He couldn't get over the fact that Steffi did that to him. So I don't know if he could do that to Hope. But that's very interesting to think about. Definitely it would be a very controversial storyline for sure. Thank you so much, Ken, for your messages. I appreciate them. Our next message comes from Chelsea S. Chelsea says, awesome episode. My thoughts. They kind of got me this week. When the episode ended Thursday, I would have bet money Thomas was going to kill little Dougie. <laughs> that way, him and Hope could trauma bond over it. I know I went too far in my how far are they going to go thinking, but speaking of marriage, Liam made my brain barf. When he was blah blahing about marriage's death till we part. Bro, did you forget you have been married before? Death till we part doesn't count with Steffi, I guess. Only hope. Because she's the last girl you said it to. Such a fat one. Whenever anyone on this show talks about how important marriage is, my eyes roll so hard it hurts. Okay, I'm done for now. So I wrote Chelsea back and I was just telling her that I was super excited that Xander dumped Zoe, but I was sad that he was leaving. And Chelsea writes, Zoe needed to be dumped. How is she going to call Thomas when there is even a 1% chance that he is a murderer? She is shady boots, knee high boots. I could not agree more. When Zoe called Thomas behind Xander's back, I was livid. Absolutely livid. I do agree. Everyone is very hypocritical on this show when it comes to marriage. They're all saying all these things and they've all been married already. Probably multiple times. So, yeah, I guess Liam is true to who he said it to last. I think you're right, which is infuriating. Thank you so much, Chelsea, for your comments. You know that I love to hear from you, and I'm hoping you can be on the show again soon. Okay, our next comment comes from Renee, and these are referring to the past two weeks because Renee's been on vacation and she's been catching up. So Renee says, oh my God, Thomas is ill. 
Hot Thomas would never have done any of this stuff. They sure made this guy super creepy. I am totally not fine listening, but your husband is really funny. The whole ghost thing was so silly. Poor little guy. And she also says that she really hates Thomas. Bill can be mean, but at least he's hot. (laughs) And then she told me about James Lott Jr.'s podcast that he put out. He actually interviewed Annika. So if you want to hear it, go over to AfterBuzz and look up the bold breakdown. And you'll be able to listen to Annika's interview. Lastly, Renee says, ha ha ha, great podcast. We agree on all. What the F is right? Thank you so much, Renee, for your comments. I love to hear from you. And I'm hoping Renee will be on the show soon. That's all the comments I got for this week. So let's get into the news. Okay, guys, before I tell you this, I want you to know that when I read this, I had such mixed emotions. I've never been so happy and excited, but also so pissed at the same time. And I'm going to explain why. Okay, Vincent Arizari is joining the cast of The Bold and the Beautiful in the role of Dr. Jordan Armstrong. Okay. If you are not familiar with Vincent, he is from Guiding Light. And you all know that I loved Guiding Light. I watched it my whole life with my mom. So, another thing is that I had a huge crush on him when I was a teenager. I thought he was just the hottest. So, on Guiding Light, he played Lou Jack. And he also played Lou Jack's twin, Nick. And he was just such a great actor. You guys will love him if you're not familiar with him. Okay, so that's the excited part. The not-so-excited part, here we go. The actor tweeted that he was very happy to be going on The Bold and the Beautiful. And he will first appear Monday, August the 26th. And while story details are being kept quiet, he's said to play a pivotal role in the Baby Swap storyline. Will he be a doctor that reveals the truth about baby Phoebe's true identity? Or a therapist who helps Hope deal with her emotional turmoil? Okay. I was under the impression the truth was coming out. In the next couple of weeks. Now I'm being told that this new doctor, Jordan Armstrong, is playing a pivotal role in the baby swap storyline. So that makes me livid. I'm hoping it's the latter where he is there to help Hope get through the turmoil of finding out the truth and everything. I hope it's not that he's there to expose it. Because that means we have to wait over another whole month. Like, over a month. I can't take much more. I'm not lying to you guys. 
I love a good story arc, okay? And I love a good storyline, but oh my gosh, a year is too long. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but a year is too long. So that is the news I have for this week. I absolutely love Vincent. I think you guys will love him too. He's a very good actor. And I'm super, super excited that he's going to be on the show. That's all the news I have for this week. So enough with the chit chat. Let's get to the recap. So that brings us in to Monday, July the 15th. The show actually opens at Brooks, but we're going to circle back. We're going to start at Steffi's. Over at Steffi's with Steffi and Liam. Steffi is happy to have Liam there to help with the girls. And Liam says this is where he's supposed to be. What? Excuse me? Now, in the next breath, okay, he's saying this is where he's supposed to be. And in the next breath, he is saying that he's thinking and worrying about hope. Then Liam again tells Steffi that Thomas is not good for hope. He's manipulating her. And he's using Douglas to do it. Steffi tries to take up for Thomas and she says that Thomas is pushy, but he loves Hope and that his son is always his first priority. <laughs> yeah, right. Liam says he's so aggressive that it's sickening, basically. And again, Steffi asks Liam to support Hope and Thomas to try to be happy for them. No thanks. No thank you. Then they start their, we are such great go-parents. We're such a great team, crap. And I'm not going to write it down. Now we head over to Brooke's, upstairs in Brooke's bedroom with Ridge and Brooke. Brooke asked Ridge why he's so excited about the engagement. And basically, Brooke tries again. To tell Ridge that it's too soon. Hope is not over Liam. She's not in love with Thomas. But Ridge assures her that they will fall in love by the time the wedding comes. Seriously? Seriously? What the F is wrong with these people? Then, finally, Brooke asked Ridge if he really wants his son to be with someone who has feelings for someone else. And he says, no, of course not. Hello, Ridge. Hello. Then she explains, that's what's happening. Like, wake up. Hope still loves Liam. And Brooke is obviously really worried about her daughter. And basically, Ridge says, you know what? You need to try and accept it. He doesn't want Brooke to get involved in their kids' lives. Period. He doesn't want her to be like Stephanie. Now we head down the hall to Douglas's room with Thomas, Hope, and Douglas. Douglas is scared because the ghost incident just happened and he wants Hope to stay with him. Thomas searches the room to make sure there's no ghost, and then they assure Douglas that he'll be fine because Mommy and Daddy will protect him. Creepy. Then it gets even creepier. He, Hope is laying on the bed beside Douglas, and Thomas is looking at her really creepy, 
up and down. He's looking like up her legs, up her skirt, looking back down her body with the obvious sexual look. I don't know how else to put it. It was really creepy. My husband said, well, honestly, he's he's being a guy. He's being like a typical guy. And I'm like, "Mm, I think he's more being a little more creepy than that. So Thomas and Hope put Douglas to bed. They go to Thomas's room. Thomas is so happy that Hope is ready to be his wife. Is she? Is she? And he wants Hope to stay the night with him. So Thomas starts getting a little physical. He starts pushing Hope to have sex with him. She pushes him away and she tells him she's not ready. Maybe this is a mistake. And then he starts backpedaling and panicking. Oh, no, 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 no. We can wait. That's fine. We can wait. I'll wait. You're worth it. And that's how Monday ends. This is starting to feel rapey and I don't like it. So that brings us in to Tuesday. The show opens at Brooke's house upstairs with Hope and Thomas. Thomas is super happy and excited. And he's telling Hope that he was up all night thinking about their relationship. And he couldn't be more happy that they're going to get married. And Hope informs him that she's going to talk to Liam. Because he should hear the news from her first that they moved the wedding date up. Downstairs, Eric, Quinn, Ridge, and Brooke are all talking. And Eric is informing them that Xander left suddenly. He needed to go home, but that Eric has no idea why. And they all find it very odd That he would just leave like that without saying anything. Then Thomas comes downstairs. Thomas invited Eric and Quinn over to share the big news. Last night, they moved the wedding date up to ASAP as soon as possible. And Brooke is very upset by this. She questions Thomas and he explains what happened with Douglas and his nightmare. And then he asks, If they can have the wedding at Brooke's house tomorrow. And everyone is stunned, of course, because Ridge says, oh, yeah, sure. No problem. You can. Then Douglas runs into the room and he's super excited about the wedding. And Thomas asked him to be his best man. And he's like, I don't know how to do that. It was adorable. Then Eric and Quinn assure Brooke that everything will be fine, not to worry, and they leave. Thomas goes upstairs with Douglas, and Brooke tries one more time to tell Ridge that Thomas has an agenda, and it's not what's best for Hope. But of course, he's not hearing it. Upstairs with Thomas, Thomas is sitting there imagining having sex with Hope. And it it's so creepy because he's obviously trying to think of a way to trick her into being ready to have sex with him. Because what so far, everything that he's done, he's thought of a, a, a evil trick 
and it's worked. Every time he does something and tricks Hope, it works in his favor. So I know that he's sitting there thinking, what can he do to push Hope into sleeping with him? And it's creepy and gross. Now we head over to Steffi's house with Steffi and Liam. And they got a text from Hope that she needs to talk to them and she'll be there in just a second. They both wonder what the heck is going on. Hope arrives. And of course, she tells them the good news. That her and Thomas are getting married tomorrow. And Liam is pissed like you can see his face just fall he's like in shock he wants to know why tomorrow what happened so hope explains what happened with douglas and his nightmare and liam freaks out he's like i don't get it i don't get it and he's in complete shock then hope asks steffi to be her maid of honor which is kind of weird. Steffi says, absolutely, I'd be honored. And then the babies wake up and Steffi leaves the room. While Steffi's gone, Liam begs Hope to stop this craziness. She doesn't need to marry Thomas because she's not ready. Then Hope explains that she has to be with Thomas because she needs to be Douglas's mother. And this strange pull she has for Phoebe is not right because she's not her mother. And she's hoping that this will fix everything, but she's wrong. And he begs her. He even offers to move out of Steffi's house. He says he will do anything to stop this marriage. But Hope insists. That she lost Beth and it has changed her forever. And she has to let go somehow. And that's how Tuesday ends. So that brings us in to Wednesday. The show opens at Brooke's house with Ridge and Brooke. And Ridge is making calls to plan the wedding. Then he asks if Brooke is upset with him about having the wedding there at their house. And she says no. She's just really worried about Hope. So we learn that the Avants are in Illinois at a family reunion. He can't get in touch with Felicia and Rick is busy. So that's why they won't be at the wedding. Then Ridge notices Brooke is really, really sad and he wants the truth. Why is she so against the wedding? And I'm like, really, Ridge? Really? I mean, I feel like punching my own self in the face. We just went over this yesterday. She told you. She's told you over and over. Hope is not in love with Thomas. Why do you keep asking the question? Why? My answer is not going to change. Right? It's so... I just want to slap Ridge in the face. I really do. So Basically, she tells them. It's because Hope is not in love with Thomas. She's in love with Douglas. Not Thomas, right? She loves the child more than anything. But she doesn't love your son. Like, get it through your head. 
And Brooke doesn't get why that doesn't seem to bother Ridge. And you know what he says? He says that what bothers him is that Brooke thinks there's something wrong with his son. Really? <laughs> really? Clearly? Clearly, Ridge. Mm-mm-mm. Just wait until the truth comes out. He's going to be eating his words. And he's going to totally see Brooke's perspective. Now we head to the cabin with Thomas, Hope, and Douglas. Thomas and Hope are telling Douglas about the wedding, and he's super excited about being the best man. Hope tells them that Steffi is her maid of honor, and Thomas is surprised, but happy. So Douglas goes outside, because they're about to go back home to put him to bed, and Thomas kisses Hope, and she's so obviously uncomfortable, and then he leaves. And he's super excited for the wedding. Thomas and Douglas head to Brooke's house. The big house. And they run into Ridge. And Douglas goes upstairs. And Ridge questions Thomas about his relationship with Hope. Finally. He asked if they have been intimate. And Thomas for once is honest. And he says no. Hope is very hesitant. Ridge then asks if it's okay with him if Liam comes to the wedding. And Thomas says, oh yeah, it's fine. I'm not worried about him. And then Ridge is kind of like, you know, she still has feelings for him. So I didn't, maybe it's not a good idea if he's at the wedding. And Thomas is like, oh, it's fine. Hope's made up her mind. It won't matter. Over at Steffi's house with Steffi and Liam, Steffi tells Liam that no one would blame him if he just stayed home. But, of course, Liam says there's no way he's going to make it that easy for them. Then they discuss that they both think it's very weird that they're rushing the wedding. But Hope desperately wants to be a mom. So they put the girls to bed and Steffi offers to iron Liam's shirt. Normally, I wouldn't put that in the... Normally, I wouldn't put little things like that into the recap because they don't matter. But we learned something new about Liam's past. That's why I put it in. I knew that Liam's mom was a model, but I did not know she was a Forrester model. So we learn that his mom was a Forrester model, and so he knows how to iron and sew, and he knew that, like, before he even knew how to ride a bike. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Didn't know that. So Steffi wants Liam to stop bashing Thomas and try to support their marriage. No. Okay? No. And she says, at least can you silently dislike my brother? That way we don't fight. And basically to behave at the wedding. Now we head back to the cabin with Brooke and Hope. Brooke is asking Hope about what she wants the wedding to be like. Because she's like taking notes. Like what kind of flowers, this and that. Hope clearly doesn't even care. And she's like, you know what, whatever. You can get him out of the garden, whatever, whatever. 
And she's so obviously like, who, like, she don't even care. And <laughs> you should care if you're going to marry someone, okay? And she tells Brooke, it's no big deal. I'm just going to say a few words. And Brooke is like, what? Why are you doing this when it's so clear you don't love him? You're not even excited at all. It's not too late. If you don't want to marry Thomas, you don't have to. And of course, Hope gives the same speech that she's been giving for months. She has to do it for Douglas, etc., etc. So Brooke tries so hard to talk Hope out of this crazy wedding. She even says, look, when you say I do, you will be lying, which is so true. And then Brooke leaves. A couple minutes later, Thomas comes back. He shows back up again. And he wants to see Hope and tell her goodnight. Then he kisses her twice. And both times, she backs away. Then he asked her to tell him that she loves him. Of course she can't. She can't tell him that because she doesn't. So she hugs him instead. Then he leaves. And when this part came on, I had, I couldn't help it. I was thinking about Chelsea because I know how much she loves a montage. So basically, Hope is thinking about Liam and Liam is thinking about Hope. And we get a montage of all of the happy times, the sad times, all of them, you know, all of their time together. Basically, we get a montage of torture. Thanks, B&B, thanks. And that's how Wednesday ends. And it's crystal clear that Hope does not want to go through with this marriage. Now we head into Thursday. The show opens upstairs at Brooke's house with Thomas and Douglas. And they are both so handsome in their tuxes. They are getting ready for the wedding and they're both super excited. Ridge comes in to check on them and they are so happy. All three of them are just ecstatic. And we learn that Taylor is in Africa doing charity work and that's why she can't be there. Then Thomas asks Ridge to talk to Brooke and basically make her support him and Hope's relationship. She broke up Ridge and Taylor, and now she might break up him and Hope. Whatever. I am so tired of people saying that. Ridge chose Brooke. I don't know why Brooke always gets blamed for it. Ridge was Liam when he was young. He fell in love with two women. But he ultimately was in love with Brooke the most and she was his soulmate in his heart he had an opportunity he could have chose taylor but he didn't he chose brooke and it's not her fault that annoys me now we head down the hall to brooke's bedroom and hope feels the exact opposite of excited she looks absolutely miserable She's just sitting there, staring off into space. 
Brooke comes in and she's like, why are you not getting ready? And Hope says, I am, I am. And and uh, Brooke says, well, I know what you're doing. You're thinking about Liam. Look, don't worry. I'll take care of everything. If you change your mind, all you need to do is say the words and I'll, I'll take care of it. Now we head over to Steffi's. And Steffi and Liam are getting ready to go to the wedding. And Amelia is there. She's going to attend the wedding also to help with the girls. And Steffi asks if Liam could try to be happy for Thomas and Hope. But Liam answers, you know what? Let's just get this day over with. There's your answer, Steffi. No. Now we head back to Brooks downstairs. The guests are starting to arrive. Pam arrives. Eric and Quinn arrive. Katie and Donna arrive. Steffi and Liam arrive. Amelia with the girls. And it's starting to get crowded. Katie and Donna quietly tell Eric and Quinn that they have some serious reservations about this wedding. Steffi goes upstairs to see if Hope needs any help getting ready. And Brooke makes it clear that she is not happy about this wedding. Sorry guys, I'm losing my voice. Then Brooke leaves and Steffi tries to talk to Hope. And she tells her that she knows how Hope feels about Liam. So to please not marry her brother if she doesn't mean it. For everyone's sake, call it off if you can't really commit to Thomas. And of course, once again, Hope gives her normal speech. She gives every single day about putting the kids first, blah, blah, blah. And Steffi hugs her and she's super excited and it's like, okay, gross. Then Steffi helps Hope get ready and they both agree it's crazy because they were once enemies and now they're sisters. And they're all happy and giggly and hugging. And then Hope tells Steffi that she really needs to see her mother. And Steffi goes downstairs to find Brooke. Back downstairs, Carter arrives. And I'm like, yay, because everyone knows I love Carter. And everyone is very surprised about this wedding, including Carter. They're all very apprehensive because it just doesn't feel right. Like, you can tell that they're just like, "Mm, I don't know about this. Then Ridge pulls Brooke aside and he wants her to accept things and to be happy for them. And she basically says no. (laughs) Then Carter pulls Liam aside to check on him. And Liam is brutally honest. And he tells Carter that Thomas is a facsimile of a human being. What do you call a guy who uses his son to manipulate a grieving woman? And Carter's like, hmm, he don't even know what to say. Across the room, Donna is checking her makeup and Pam gets on to her for primping at the wedding in front of everybody. It was funny. Then Thomas, I guess noticing people's mood and the tension in the air, Thomas 
basically has a moment. He has a little breakdown moment out of the blue. And he's like, Flo doesn't approve of me. Just like all the Logans don't approve of me. No, none of the Logans agree that I should be with Hope. Isn't that right, Liam? Isn't that right, Brooke? So Eric steps up, of course, and he calms everyone down and he says that this is an important, this is an important event. Let's try to keep our negativity at bay. So some time goes by and Hope is running late and Thomas is getting really antsy. So Liam takes this opportunity to mess with him. And basically he says, look, this wedding may not happen. Shouldn't it have started already? Don't get too excited yet. So Steffi comes back downstairs and she tells Brooke that Hope wants to see her. And Liam just gives Thomas a look like, see, I told you. Back upstairs, Brooke goes in to check on Hope. And she tries desperately one last time to talk Hope out of marrying Thomas. She's begging her. She's like, be Douglas's mother. But that doesn't mean you have to marry Thomas. And then Hope gives the same speech again. That's twice in one episode. About putting the kids first. And I refuse to write it down again. And Brooke says that. She has a really bad feeling about this. She knows Hope will regret it. Please don't do this. And that's how Thursday ends. So that brings us in to Friday the 19th. The show opens at Brooks upstairs with Hope and Brooke. And Brooke is still begging Hope not to do this. To please stop this farce of a wedding. She's crying. She's desperate. She doesn't know what else to do. She doesn't know what else to say. And Hope tells Brooke that she needs to support her. Because she's going through with this wedding. She has to. And if Brooke can't support her. She should go back downstairs. I was kind of shocked by that. Meanwhile, downstairs, everyone is concerned whether or not Hope is going to even go through with this wedding, including Thomas and Liam. Thomas is getting very, very, very antsy. Brooke comes back downstairs and informs everyone to take their seats. Over at Forrester with Zoe and Flo, Flo has been drinking. And she wants Zoe to go with her to stop the wedding. Of course, Zoe says no. And Flo says, why should we all suffer for what your father did? Wait a minute. Hold it. Stop. What you both did. Did you or did you not take the money, Flo? What you both did. But that's beside the point. So Flo really wants to tell everyone the truth today before Hope says I do. And she's so upset that she pulls, she pulls a bottle out of her purse and she just starts drinking out of the bottle. It looked like vodka. She just starts drinking out of the bottle. And I'm like, oh good gravy. So 
basically it's SOS. It's just SOS different day. They have had the same argument they've been having for months and months and months. It's the same exact argument. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I want to do it. No, you're not. No, you're not. We can't. Jail can't not. Whatever. I'm not writing it down again. You all know it by heart by now. So back at Brooks, Hope finally comes downstairs and she looks so unhappy. She walks down the aisle and she sees Liam and she immediately thinks about their wedding. So she gets to the end of the aisle and Carter starts the wedding. By the way, Carter looked so handsome today. Wow. So Ridge stands up and speaks. And he's really proud of Thomas. Thomas such a great guy. He's so happy for Hope and blah, blah, blah. Then Brooke stands up to speak and everyone's nervous because no one knows what she's going to say. And the way that she words her speech, she words it in a way where it could be taken both ways. So like you could take this as, oh, well, she was just giving a nice speech about marriage. Or you can take it as, wow, she's being really, really passive aggressive. So her speech really emphasizes that marriage is for life and it's death to you part and it's supposed to be a show of loyalty and love and you're supposed to be devoted to that person and love them more than anything. And she's saying all this because she knows good and well that that's not what is happening. She knows that that's not how hope feels. So she's hoping this will get to her. But if you're just listening as like an outside person, it just sounds like a nice speech about marriage. She did that, obviously, so that she doesn't get in trouble with Ridge or Hope. Next, Thomas speaks. And he says how much him and Douglas love Hope so much and Hope saved them and... They both just really appreciate her and she's really helped Douglas and blah, blah, blah. And then he asked Douglas if he loves Hope. And he says, I do. In Hope's defense, it was adorable. It would be really hard to not go through with it now. It would be really hard. So Carter continues the wedding and he says he starts the vows. And Thomas says, I do. And then the cutest and most torturous thing happened. Phoebe slash Beth interrupts the wedding by grabbing Hope's dress because she was on the floor crawling around. She grabs Hope's dress and she calls her mama. And everyone is stunned. Then Steffi picks her up and Phoebe slash Beth smiles at Hope and reaches towards her and calls her mama, mama again. And everyone is stunned. And I think Steffi is secretly really jealous because if you remember, I don't know if y'all remember, but a while back, that's was one, that was one of Steffi's worries was that she just didn't want Phoebe 
to get so attached to Hope that it would confuse her of who her mother is. So I know Steffi did not like that. Then after that happens, Carter continues and he starts the vows again and he says, Hope, the same, same thing, you know, he goes over the vows and everyone is waiting for Hope to say, I do. And Hope has this terrified, freaked out look on her face. She looks at Liam and then she looks at Brooke and the camera's on her face and that's how Friday ends. She doesn't say I do, so I'm not sure what's going to happen, but from our news earlier, I'm pretty sure she's going to say I do, but who knows, maybe a miracle will happen. And that brings us to the end of the week, guys. Let's analyze this and break it down. Let's talk about Steffi first. I'm mad that they're making Steffi weak again. She has to see that Liam is still very much in love with Hope. And she will always be his second choice. And I don't want Steffi to be anyone's second choice. If someone is saying to you, this is where I'm supposed to be, but in the same breath, they're thinking about another person. They're not being honest with you or themselves. And that is absolutely not where they should be. If someone is with you, they should never be thinking about someone else. I don't want to, but let's talk about Ridge for a second. Ridge is literally giving me a migraine. How many freaking times is he going to ask Brooke why she's unhappy about Thomas and Hope? Are you kidding me? Like, are we in the Twilight Zone? I'm pretty sure for uh, weeks now, she has been telling you why. She's been telling you exactly why. Just because you ask someone a question over and over and over, that doesn't mean the answer is going to change. She has told him about 75 times why she doesn't want them to get married. Because Hope is not in love with him. For crying out loud, I just want to slap Ridge right in his face. It's really starting to annoy me. And another thing. You're okay with your son and daughter being with two people that are in love with other people? I don't, I can't, like my mind cannot comprehend this. I'm so over Ridge right now. Now let's talk about Liam for a second. Liam needs to man up. Fight for what you want. Fight for who you love. And start digging. Find some dirt on Thomas. If he wouldn't have waited this long to investigate Thomas, this would not be happening. He keeps saying he's going to do it, but then he doesn't do anything. It's so frustrating. Like, why are you just giving up? Like, really? It's just crazy to me. Let's talk about hope for just a second. Hope is making me lose my mind. And all the people around her are making me lose my mind. She clearly doesn't 
even want to kiss Thomas, much less marry him. Wake up. Get this girl some help. Please, someone. Please, someone. This this poor woman needs help. She is so in her grief that she cannot hear a word they're saying. And she cannot see what is right in front of her face. And it is so frustrating to watch. As for Flo and Zoe... I could not be more over those two. If I have to sit through one more of the same conversation, I'm going to scream. I no longer am writing them down because I refuse to. You guys already know. It's going to be Flo crying and saying she wants to tell and Zoe saying no. And Jill's going to come up and I just can't. I can't anymore. Like, you know what? Just stop showing us that. Just stop. Because Flo obviously doesn't feel that bad. She obviously is not that guilty because she still hasn't went and told anyone yet. So I don't want to keep seeing that. I don't need to see it. I don't want you hitting me over the head with, Flow crying because you want me to feel sorry for her. No, I'm not going to feel sorry for her. I'm sorry. At one time, I did feel sorry for her. But at this point, she has kept the secret this long. I no longer feel sorry for you at all. There is absolutely nothing that Flo could say that would make it okay. Or that would make me be like, oh, okay, Flo, it's fine. No. And as for Zoe, I'm done with Zoe. Done. Done with Zoe. She can go back to England for all I care because I am done. After she pulled that stunt with calling Thomas behind Xander's back, I am done with her. Done. Done and done. Last, but not least, or maybe it is least, let's talk about Thomas just for a sec. Thomas is an evil genius. I think. If you think about it, every trick that he's come up with has worked perfectly too. He, the drawing that he drew, the video that he got Amelia to send, the letter that he mailed himself, the death box, the proposal from Douglas, the nightmare, like the every single trick that he has pulled on hope has worked. But no one's perfect. And I have to believe that he has left an evidence trail somewhere of something. And I really want Liam to be the one to figure it out. And I'm going to be honest. I'm starting to feel some kind of way about all of this rapey stuff. I'm uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't like watching it. It makes me very uncomfortable every time that he kisses her and she clearly doesn't want him to. Makes me feel kind of icky. And it's like freaking me out a little because I'm really worried about how far they're willing to go with this. Like, is he going to drug Hope too 
to get her to sleep with him. I'm I'm really getting scared for Hope because I don't know how far he will go. It's very obvious that he will go further than any other normal human being. Okay? Obviously, he basically killed Emma. So, I'm very scared for Hope because she can't even see any of it. Like, she can't see what he's doing. And in her defense now, she doesn't know he's done any of this. So to her, he does seem like a nice guy who just wants to be with her. I'm really hoping the truth comes out soon. But unlike last week, I will no longer get my hopes up. No longer will I get my hopes up, guys. Because I really, really was hoping the truth would come out at the wedding. And it didn't. So, I have no idea how much longer we have to endure this. I honestly thought it would come out in the next couple of weeks. But, it's not, I don't think that's going to happen now. I think it's going to go way into August. And that just makes me crazy. So, that brings us to the end of the episode, guys. Please get in touch with me and let me know what you guys think. Because maybe I am not seeing something. Maybe there's something I'm missing. So I love it when you guys send me comments and give me like your perspective. Because a lot of times it helps me to see something in a different way. You can get in touch with me at theboldandbeautifulpodcast.com. You can email me at amanda at theboldandbeautifulpodcast.com. I love to hear from you guys. If you listen on iTunes, please give me a five-star rating and a review. It really helps the business side of the podcast. I hope you guys have a great week and weekend. I'll be back in your ears next week. Until then, bye guys.